You are now listening to For the Record with Adian Loso. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to another week of For the Record podcast. I am your boy, Loso. <laughs> I am your boy AD, and thank you guys so much for joining us once again on For the Record Podcast. Now, today is a special, special, special day um, because we have a very old man on our show today. <laughs> um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, um, if you do not know, um, Loso is celebrating, you know, 50 years of life on this earth. And um, <laughs> I'm amazed, man. This man is about to start getting Social Security at any moment. <laughs> need to be... Would y'all please join me in a round of applause and celebrating this man's life on earth. And if you give a round of applause, you get cussed out because I ain't no motherfucker 50. <laughs> Let's start no. there. But yes, sir, it is my birthday. Motherfucking King Aries in this time, man. All the um, things, man. Happy birthday, man. Birthday, man. Thanks so much. I really, really appreciate it. Really course, appreciate man. it, man. Blessed and thankful to be here. And um, yeah, man. You should be. Get... Yeah, we all uh, should be. It's you know, you, you should be after that weekend that you've had. Uh, oh, I don't know listen. if if you follow Loso on the weekend, look, Ooh. it was like he was living in a damn, it looked like a damn Scarface movie. I mean, good Lord. It was a fucking calamity. Scripples and bad. drugs, scripples and drugs everywhere. Scripples and drugs, everybody. <laughs> Not scripples and drugs. It was rough. It was rough. It was rough. It was rough. But I made it through. I am chilling today. Um, I literally went from Thursday to last night. So yeah, today. And that's the thing. Chilling. I'm not in my twenties no more. <laughs> and um, but hey, I will say this. Twenties. I, I, I can still hang with the best of them. Cause I'm I'm oh. still here. I'm limping. I'm limping, and my voice is kind of you know. But uh, I'm still here. So oh, you yeah. know, hey, I, I I can kick it with the best of them. But you mm-hmm. know what? We What's are that? actually celebrating um, something else. That's what they did. A big one. Tell tell us what it is, bro. Hey man, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we actually hit our one year mark. So happy Ooh. fucking birthday to. Us, bro, that's a big as a collective. Bro. We made it one year with for the record. Um, we won't be here without y'all, man. Thank you so much for riding with us this one year. It's been a blast, absolutely. Um, one year and 21 episodes later, absolutely, man. It's, it's been an amazing journey. I mean, you know, I'm so glad I used the word journey because I remember when we found out we had listeners in Germany, when we had listeners in you know, Bahamas and Britain. I mean, that was a very um, a surreal moment for us. Right. We love that it, it we're really able was. to reach. Yeah, we're, we love that we're able to reach audiences across the world and really connect people through the love and the power of music. So thank you all so much for staying with us and continuing to grow our audience. We are here for you. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, well, absolutely. many more years to come. Many more years to come. Many more years. Stay with us. So we're going to hop right into it. Um, so first thing we're going to start off with is the Oscars. Well, now, if you guys recall, that was probably about what a week ago, um, and it made headlines uh, this year. And I dare to say it, the Oscars was actually better than the Grammys. I'm just gonna absolutely. Go ahead and put that out. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. <laughs> absolutely. Um, if you guys recall, you know the Oscars is going real smooth. You know, you know we had all the celebrities on the on the red carpet showing high fashion. You know, giving the things. You know, I love to see it. I love to see the fashion. I love to see you know people, the stars interacting. Um, but what particularly um, made news this time was the um, the disembowelment of Chris Rock's facial features. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, if you are not aware, which I'm sure you are by now, there was a slap her around the world. Um, at the time, Chris Rock was actually uh, presenting an award. And he was, you know, how, uh, you know, presenters or, you know, comedians make little jokes about, you know, members of the audience. Um, And he had started, you know, he started off making little light jokes, you know, nothing really too big, nothing too outrageous. Um, But of course, it is Chris Rock. So be prepared for anything. 
um, when he settled on, because I think I think at first I remember him making a joke with about Selma Hayek and her husband, um, who I had no idea who her husband was. Um, but shout out to Selma Hayek because she is fucking gorgeous. But I Beautiful, digress. Absolutely timeless. Anyway, he ended up settling on Will Smith, and he made a joke about uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Now, if you all do not know, Jada Pinkett Smith uh, does suffer from alopecia, which is a you know a disease. Um, that actually affects you know skin, hair, and she is bald because of it. Um, she has opened up about her struggles with alopecia. Um, she has broadcasted on her social media about it and has opened up to the world about her alopecia. But, you know, it doesn't mean everybody in the world knows, you know. Not everybody right. follows her in that way. So, you know, he made a joke about G.I. Jane 2 coming out. And what was interesting is when he made the joke, at first Will Smith laughed. Um, I saw it. I watched it, so I didn't think anything about it. You know, I, you know, the joke could have been seen as crass and rude, and you know, pushing the envelope. But Jada was clearly, you know, invisibly upset. Um, she kind of gave a little side eye, like this motherfucker, yeah. and then you know, you know, just went on about her business. So all of a sudden, we just, you know, Chris Rock continues to make the joke. And then goes on with the presentation. Next thing you know, Will Smith hops up and he's like, King Richard, oh, here he comes, here he comes. Will Smith gets up in true Mike Lowry style, <laughs> walks up to Chris, waits half a second, and slaps the <laughs> shit out of him. If y'all done seen that Batman and Robin comic <laughs> excerpt where I think it's Batman slapping Robin and it's like a pow. That's exactly what it looked like, bro. I yeah. mean, it was a good-ass slap. It, it, it connected very well. And uh, he politely just walked back to his seat, you know, adjusted his, adjusted his, uh, you know, his suit coat and uh, sat back down. When he sat back down, um, Chris made a joke and he was like, wow, Will Smith slapped the fuck out of me. And that's when Will Smith told him to keep his wife's name out of his fucking mouth. Now, that wasn't really the shocker, but Lupita's face behind Will Smith <laughs> said it all. Because really, yeah. Lupita was really the winner out of all of that. Because Lupita's face, Lupita's face was literally captured all of our moments. Um, yeah. Everybody was wondering, like, oh, my God, is it staged, blah, 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 which I just want to point out. I don't know how y'all motherfuckers talking about that shit was staged. Did y'all not hear the audio? Right. I heard it. I heard the pow. And when, a, bl- and when a, a black man says, out your fucking mouth like that, with emphasis, that is not a joke, my people. That is dead ass serious. And he meant that shit from the bottom of his soul. Feet and in his metaphysical soul. He meant that shit. So since then, there have been all types of uh, conversation sparks, debates, um, also disciplinary action for Will Smith. You know, the Academy um, launched, a, you know, an investigation. Um, the police were actually called and, and you know, Chris uh, Rock actually declined to press charges. Um, but Will Smith actually ended up resigning from the Academy. Uh, which is, I would say, a sad, uh, a sad result. I hate to see that. Um, if you guys do not know, he actually did win uh, the Oscar for Best Actor that night for his role in King Richard, uh, which was amazing and, and very well deserved, obviously. So, um, yeah, Loso, what are your thoughts on this? Shit was insane. Um, I was actually out <laughs> Ubering, and one of my friends was like, "Los, did you call him? Like, Los, did you see what happened?" And I'm like, happened where? Like, what are you talking about? I'm out driving. And um, they were like, okay, I'm about to send you the link. So they sent me the link. And um, I'm literally going out of the interstate. And I'm like, okay, Will Smith is walking towards Chris Rock. And pow, like you said. And I was like, what the fuck? Literally swerved. And I'm going to sit the damn. <laughs> Not you got a damn accident. I'm like, what the fuck? Yo. Like this shit is on national fucking TV. Around but what's even funnier, so many people was watching it. People that you don't that probably don't even know what a fucking Oscar is. Absolutely. Was, Twitter was in, I mean, when I said uproar, it was insane. That shit was crazy. And that was um, just and, that day. It's been yeah. going literally, it's still going on right now. And it's a week. Still, right still. And uh, you know, like me and you were discussing. It's one of those things like I understand why he did it, but he should not have done it. I hate he did it because it's kind of like, damn, Will, like you better than that. But it's like, shit, 
you, you know, that's how I am by my people. I'm going to take up for my motherfucking people. I'm Absolutely. going to come for my people. I don't think there was any malice behind it because honestly, <laughs> I didn't know. No, I didn't know that, 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 that Jada Pinkett had alopecia. I had no clue. Yeah. I had never heard anything about it. I just think she, I thought she liked wearing her hair short. This isn't her first time being bald. I thought it's that not. was her thing. It looks good on her. Hell, yeah, Willow does good. it. So she's done it before. I didn't think anything about it. I don't think Chris Rock knew. I, I really don't think that Chris Rock would say what he said, knowing that she had alopecia. No, it I'm just was just kind of like bad up. timing. I'm glad that you brought that point up because Jada has worn her hair bald in the past. If yes. we go back to those times of, uh, what is it, Low Down Dirty Shame? Yep. Uh, she even cut her hair in the movie, set it off. So I'm so glad that you pointed it out that she has worn the short look before. Um, I do agree. I, I understand what you're saying, that Chris Rock had no malice in saying the joke. I don't think he did either. Um, a lot of people have been speculating if the uh, anger that was, you know, disseminated upon Chris Rock from Will Smith was from another source. And mm-hmm. I do th- I do feel like it's a culmination of the disrespect that Will and Jada have been receiving, especially, excuse me, especially from the black community. You know, it's no secret that Will and Jada have been making headlines recently, or a lot of the times, you know, over the past couple of years, just for opening up their bedroom to us, you know, letting us know who else has been invited into their bedroom, the whole August Alcina thing, which I really hate that y'all keep bringing that up in correlation and saying that's who he should have slapped. That is not who he should have slapped. He shouldn't have slapped anyone, you know, if if we're being frank about it. But that was an arrangement that those three individuals had. There is no way you can tell me that Jada was fucking August Alcina and Will Smith had no idea about it. And they have been open to the fact that they both are life partners, that they communicate. So I'm sure that that's something that they communicated with one another. It's no secret that both of them have you know, had whatever they've had going on with other people in the past. That's that's really nobody's damn business, to be honest. Right. And right. it's nobody's nobody's business to pass judgment. Who are you to speculate on a marriage that has lasted for over 20 years when you can't even get a motherfucker to take you out to McDonald's and buy you something from the dollar menu? Like, let's right. let's not do these things. Let's mind our business and respect other people's relationships, whatever they may be. Just because it's not your cup of tea doesn't mean that it's not what they need in their life and what what is beneficial for them. Um, I was was very confused as to why August Alcina was even being brought up in the sense of that's that that should have been placed on him because he had nothing to do with that. Um, But I do agree. I I do feel that um, Will definitely should have handled that better because it's costing him. Um, As we have seen uh, filming for Bad Boys 4, I think, has been put on pause. His also his Netflix um, movie has been put on pause. Something loose, I think it's called. But that's been put on pause. So, I mean, it is. It's 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 a uh, it's stopping the bag for a little bit, so I'm hoping that you know this can be rectified because Will Smith is one of our greats. He's one of our legends, right. and um, Jada is as well. I mean, we we need not forget what they have done and how they have impacted the black community. Let's exactly. not forget that, and they are huge legends. So I, I wish them both the best, um, and I hope that this can get resolved fairly quickly. I feel like um, if there is more more. Um, I guess, uh, coordination between Chris Rock and those two, then this can move on more expediently. So hopefully that will happen. Right. All right. We'll pray for the best. Oh, go ahead. What you had to say? No, I was just saying, right. I agree 100% with everything you said about the whole August situation. The, the, the thing is just fucked up, but that's just really, honestly, what comes with being in entertainment. And of course you got social media and people go say, Whatever the fuck they want to say, like we, there's no way to stop it. So, I mean, unfortunately, that's just what it is. But hopefully, um, Chris and Will settle their situation, and this shit blows over because I'm really getting tired of hearing of. Like I was I'm ready, so tired. I was tired of it that night because, like I said, you know, I love Twitter. I'm always on Twitter, and that was all the conversation was talking about. People were literally arguing back and forth of who was right and who was wrong, and I'm just like, you know. It. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Um, and nobody's the winner in the situation. It doesn't matter who was right or who was wrong. Why right. does that matter to you? It has nothing to do with you. Chill the Absolutely. fuck out. There's, but, I, you know, that's just, you know, people, that's just what it is. Absolutely. Well, praying for the both and everybody else, shut the fuck up. 
Moving exactly. on. Exactly. Let's get on to the biggest night in American music history, maybe the world music history, but um, music history, music history. And that would be the 2022 Grammys. Snooze um, Fest. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I was thinking it, but you said it. You said it. You're thinking <laughs> it. Absolutely. Um, you know how last year when we uh, discussed the Grammys and we were like, this was a blackest black, black of Grammys? Yes. This was the whitest of whitest white Grammys, and um, it was well, I it was mean, white, it was white, man. I mean, they had that little Latino segment with uh Jay Balvin and uh that girl, but uh, and that's that was dope, by the way. But I was I was infinitely bored, infinitely, and I mean, with probably most of the performances, and, and even like I loved, I loved Chris Stapleton. I love that song "Cold," and I'm so glad he won um, for uh, the Grammy for uh, Country Album of the Year. I love that song. Um, Brandy Carlile, I loved her performance as well. We'll get into the performances uh, later, but there was just no uh, no flavor. It was like just just chicken with cats in the kitchen. And so, I know y'all know what I'm talking about. So yeah, so I I, I do agree with you there. So. On the performance side, it was definitely not black at all. In, do you want to get into the performances first, or you want to get into the? the I mean, honestly, you know, if you want to discuss the performances, you can. Uh the only performance I watched was Silk Sonic when they opened up the show. Everything mm-hmm. else, like when it started to play, I literally fast forwarded through it because, of course, I was out kicking it for my birthday, so I didn't get to watch it in real time. I had to watch it the next day. Uh, okay. But I fast-forwarded through everything else. Like, I was like, I, I don't have time for this. That's so Silk like, Sonic, this. Okay, so let's go through them. Okay, so Silk Sonic did open up the show, and they actually won, a, you know, a couple of grannies. They looked amazing. I love their uh, their aesthetic. You yeah. know, uh, Anderson Pack had on the Ike Turner wig, and when I tell you, he just kept flipping <laughs> that thing. That fresh silk perm, well, you could say <laughs> nothing, man. He loved it. Um, Bruno... <laughs> It was definitely in Bruno's world and was killing me softly, man. I loved it. Um, Billy, Billy, exactly. I wasn't going to say it, but, you know, you said it. Um, <laughs> Billy Eilish performed. I love Billy's performance of Happier Than Ever, of course. I mean, she could do no wrong. She rocked that shit out. If y'all have not heard, um, of course, her album was nominated for, you know, a couple of Grammys, but um, she did not win. Billy won big last year, so it wasn't Billy's year this time. But her performance was excellent. Her and her brother Phineas rocked it the fuck out. BTS performed. It was totally boring. It was some super spy shit. One of them was whispering in Olivia Olivia Rodrigo's ear. I was like, what the fuck? Boring. Um, Brandi Carlisle performed. I loved her performance. Her voice was uh, very, it, it had a good range. I loved it. Carrie Underwood performed. When I tell you, legs for days, man. Carrie Underwood is a badass white woman, boy. That lady, white queen, boy. Gorgeous. And she sings, too. She sings. And- Performance was beautiful. She looked amazing. I just, I couldn't stop looking at her legs, where she had the legs of like an Olympic athlete on that motherfucking stage. Just gorgeous, bro. She looked stunning. Um, I mentioned Chris Stapleton earlier. He performed um, Cold, which I absolutely love. I was watching it with my frat brother, and he loves that song now. He literally downloaded it on the spot. Um, the best performance, I will say, I want to go ahead and give it up, is her performed with Lenny, Lenny Kravitz. And uh, and uh, Travis Barker, and when I tell you, like they rock that shit out. Lenny Kravitz is a fucking rock god, and her, I mean, they just they performed so well together. Um, they really played off of each other's strength, and they really allowed each other to stage. Justin Bieber performed "Peaches" with Giveon and uh, Daniel Caesar. Total snooze fest. I was like, did y'all just get up here and do this shit like right now? Like, what the fuck were y'all doing? So bored. Lady Gaga did uh, performed um, as well and did a tribute to Tony Bennett. She can sing, of course. We all know this thing. She's a white queen, but boring. Um, Lil Nas X performed as well. Mm, it was in the middle. Him and Jack Harlow did their song together. Um, I wasn't super impressed. Um, Olivia Rodrigo also performed um, her song Driver's License. That's actually the first time I had heard it. I know it's a huge hit, but I had never listened to it. She killed it. I thought she did a great job. It was very elegant, um, very well received. Um, I think it was the second performance of the show. Nas actually performed. He went back to the roots. He performed uh, One Mic, which I thought was cool because that's the only Nas song that I really know. 
Um, <laughs> well, damn. I'm not a. I told you, I'm. I'm not a big Nas fan. I've always. No, said, I get I've it. always. I I've always it. respected his position and what he's contributed to the rap community, but just never really been into him. Um, John Legend did a tribute with a couple of Ukrainian artists. Um, they did a tribute. Um, you know, just for the outreach of Ukraine, of course. And John Legend obviously sounded amazing. Um, and then oh, and then the tribute to the artist who had passed, um, Cynthia Revo. Uh, Leslie Odom Jr., Rachel Zegler, and one other artist did this. Uh, that was really good. They sounded really good in harmony. Um, I loved it. Anybody else I'm skipping? I mean, you're just too boring for me to even mention. Um, so I, I, I say all that to say the performances just didn't give any type of, just no flavor, man. Like right. I, I just didn't feel any energy you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I mean, it, it really just was... Oh, and I skipped the J Balvin performance. I'm sorry. That was actually pretty good. Um, and that's it. That's all I'm going to give it to. So I know you just went through that because you was like, yeah, I only watched one of those. You didn't miss anything. So <laughs> we can get right over to the uh, nominees and the actual winners of the 2022 Grammys. So okay. let us start off with the biggest award of that night. Loso, do you want to go ahead and introduce that one? Yes, sir. So the album of the year award, uh, which is always kind of tricky and it has been for years um, because it seems that the award never really goes to the person who A, we think is going to go to mm-hmm. or B, the person who actually deserves it. Now, with this category, I know for me, I was rooting for either Billie Eilish or Kanye Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, if Taylor Swift wins, Kanye is going to lose it. But of course, um, none of the people I named won the award. The award went to no. um, John Batiste. We are, and he's actually a um, African American artist, R and B artist. He is the first R and B artist to win Album of the Year Grammy since 1998, uh, Miss Education of Lauryn Hill, and he is the first Black artist to win since 2004. Now, when he was nominated, I listened to his album, not my type of music at all. It's R&B, but it's kind of like a different type of flavor. Um, But it doesn't matter if I don't like it at all. He's black, and he won. And this is one thing that people have been complaining. And when I say people, I'm not talking about me. People have been getting mad for years because Adele won over Beyonce. Taylor Swift won over Beyonce, and they're not giving it to black people. So or that black time Beck, or that time Beck won over Beyonce and we right. really had no clue who Beck was. Or that time of damn, what's that country music artist? Oh man. Was it Casey Musgraves? Yes. Who I love, by the way. Now after she won, I actually went and listened to her album and she actually deserved she sounded good. I liked her. I liked well, her. Well, listen, let me say this now. Let's let's go back to Beck. <laughs> Because I've I've always known who Beck was since Beck you, came out in the nineties. You and you so, are literally the only one in the world who knew who the fuck Beck was. So you know, I'm just like, like, like Beck like, been out. Ooh. Yeah, Beck Beck is he's literally been out. But like I said, you know, people can shut up now. He's black. You might not like him. You might not know who he is. But he's black. This is what you guys wanted: a black person won album of the year. Absolutely. I'm happy for the man. I'm happy for oh. him as well, man. It was major yeah. things. Now, like you were saying, I had a couple of artists that I thought I wanted to win. I love the fact that Doja Cat was actually nominated for playing Her. Um, who else? Uh, Her was nominated. Of course, she was not going to win. That album was not album of the year worthy. Trash as fuck. It was fuck. I'm like, girl, you only got like four songs off this bitch I like. Um, <laughs> Donda. Uh, honestly, I think uh, if Kanye's publicity wasn't so bad, he might have gotten more of a foot in. Because Kanye did win a couple of Grammys, which you will get to. Um, but Kanye's just image has been trash a lot lately. Happier than ever, definitely album of the year worthy. Um, but That's I really what I wanted to win, yeah. I did too, but I knew she wasn't because she won so big last year. So I knew they weren't going to give it to her. Um, my Tarot by Lil Nas X, just the fact he was even nominated, I love that. But I really thought that Olivia Rodrigo was going to win for Sour. Now, yeah. I haven't heard the album, but she was she won really she did really well this year. She uh she really won. I think she won like two or three Grammys this year. So I just yeah. thought it was going to be kind of a sweep for her, but I digress. Shout out to John Batiste, man. We love to see your brother and we want to see more from you, man. Um he gives when I heard the song uh We Are, 
because that's one of the self-titled um, songs off his album. It's given like a Janelle Monet kind of vibe yep. to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's kind of in that realm. Um, and I, I do love Janelle Monet. So I'll try to give the album a listen, man. Um, but yeah, congrats to him, man. Let's move on to the next biggest ones. Now, this is great because the next two uh, categories, obviously, are major song of the year and record of the year. Um, and it, these two actually went to the same group. Yeah. Um, now, I just want to explain the difference before because I always get confused. Record of the year is really dealing specifically with the song and recognizing the artists, the producers, the engineers. So pretty much the song as a whole, that's what record of the year is giving. So I feel like that's a little bit bigger than song of the year. So I say album of the year, then record of the year, then song of the year in that order. So while song of the year is more so dealing with the actual composition of the song, and it's more so geared towards the song writers who wrote the song, not necessarily the artists, right? Mm-hmm. But in this case, <laughs> the same group won Song of the Year and Record of the Year. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Silk Sonic. And that was for the song Leave the Door Open. Hey. Huge congrats to them. Um, I remember Anderson Pat getting on stage and saying, look, now we're trying our best to be humble, but shit. <laughs> right. That he did do. He did, and then he flipped his little eternal wig again. So I'm all for it, man. Uh, this is these. I mean, you just won two of the biggest categories at the Grammys, man. Um, Anderson Pack. I know he has been waiting on this moment. Um, very underrated artist, as we all know. Um, amazing, amazing rapper. But you know, just for him to be in this group and they create this dynamic of this timeless music, I think is a huge. A contribution to what we're going to hear in the music world. That song, Leave the Door Open, is a classic. Like, that song will forever be played. Um, and there are some artists who create these timeless melodies and these timeless entries into the music space um, that we love to hear, that we can play throughout decades. You know, I think we talked about Dua Lipa being one of those artists whose music is going to be timeless in that fashion. You know what I mean? Right. And that's what creates this sustainability for artists to continue and carry out through different genres and different timelines. So huge congrats to them. These are, this is major um, to win both of that. Uh, and that song was a huge hit. I mean, it, it was well-deserved. Um, a couple of other people that were nominated in um, those categories, I do just want to give them a shout out. For the record of the year, we had Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish, Smash, Right On Time by Brandi Carlile, Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo, um, I Get a Kick Out of You by Lady Gaga and Tony Benny. Kiss Me More um, by Doja Cat and SZA, which I thought, I honestly was, that was going to give it a run for its money because that was a huge hit as well. Um, Ontario Call Me By Your Name, Lil Nas X. And then for Song of the Year, um, pretty much the same songs I just named, but Bad Habits by Ed Sheeran, um, Peaches by Justin Bieber, um, and Fight For You by Her. So just a couple of different entries. But yeah, I think it went to the right people. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. I do want to make note of a couple weeks ago, me and Carrie brought up D Mile, who is a producer uh-huh. um, for Silk Sonic. So he's actually the first producer in history to win the Song of the Year back to back because he won last year with her when she won Song of the Year for I Can't Breathe. Nice. So, huge shout out to D Mile. D Mile is um, known for Lucky Day. Um, India Sean, who was an indie, who was an indie artist, who's now, now signed. Um, Anderson Pack, uh, Bruno Mars, of course, Silk Sonic. Um, yeah, he he is doing his motherfucking thing right now. So huge shout out um, to D Mal on that. Yeah, he's actually, and he was nominated for Song of the Year this time too with uh, her for the song "Fight for You." So he was on there too with Tierra well, Thomas. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so so yeah let's put it up. That's super dope, man. Okay, so best new artist. Uh, went to Olivia Rodrigo, which I kind of figured it would probably go to her. Um, I would have liked to see Baby Kim get that award. He mm. didn't, um, but that's fine. You know, you can't win everything. But that went to Olivia, and I, I, I'm not mad at it at all. Olivia had a huge, huge, huge year in music, so that did not shock me at all. It didn't. I I was rooting for Sweetie, even though I knew Sweetie was not going to win. I wanted Sweetie to get that bitch, man. Sweetie been running up a fucking check. As you guys know, been getting every fucking deal under the sun, man. And she's just a bad bitch all around, man. I love some Sweetie, boy. But, um, you know, I I did. I also wanted Baby King to win something, man. I mean, his album is amazing. I'm not even that big of a rap fan, and that just slaps. You know, it's vinyl worthy. 
Um, Phineas, which is um, Billy Eilish's brother and producer as well, he was nominated, which I thought was awesome. The Kid Leroy. And I love that guy's song, Stay With Justin Bieber. That's an awesome song. And it was yeah. a couple of artists I hadn't heard of that I really want to check out. The Japanese Breakfast uh, song, um, song, I really do want to hear that. That was dope, what I heard. And um, the Glass Animals, I want to check them out too. So it put me on to a couple of people as well. Yeah. All right. So shout out to Olivia Rodrigo. We're going to move over to the next one, which is the best pop duo slash group. Uh, and this or pop, uh, excuse me, pop duo and group performance, excuse me. The winner actually went to, I'll give you the nominees first. Let me do that. Let's give some suspense if you didn't catch it. Lonely by Justin Bieber, Higher Power by Coldplay, I Get a Kick Out of You by Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett, and Butter by BTS, and uh, Kiss Me More with Doja Cat and SZA. Um, and the award goes to Kiss Me More with Doja Cat and SZA. Um, I'm actually really glad that they won this. Um, I thought that it was going to go to that BTS group because that Butter song was really big, but it's really trash to me. Um, but I'm so glad that Doja Cat and SZA won. It was amazing to see uh, SZA hop on her crutches and scurry on the stage. Um, <laughs> looking absolutely sunny. And Doja Cat literally ran from the bathroom uh, uh, to get this award. And it was hilarious. Her acceptance speech really just showed a lot of humility and gratitude. Um, because I, I don't feel like people understand the work that Doja Cat has put in. And she's an amazing artist who continues to put out, you know, quality music. And she transcends a lot of genres. You know, there's a lot of discussion on whether she's a rapper or a pop artist. She's an artist. How about that, motherfuckers? She does. She gets <laughs> on stage and do what the fuck she does, motherfuckers. How about that? So well, well deserved. Right. Yes, I, I'm going to cape her. So it's major shout out. I thought this was an amazing time for them to win this. He told y'all, but yeah, that, of course, everybody knows when that song first came out, I told y'all, I was like, hey, I fuck with this song. I love the sample. End up being a huge, huge record. So uh, SZA most definitely is long overdue for a Grammy. Uh, Absolutely. Again, I'm not the biggest fan, but she is amazing. She had a huge song. She has a, She's had a lot of huge songs. So yeah, huge shout out to um, both of them on that award. Um, so we're going to give you some other winners from the, uh, that night. We had the best pop vocal album, which went to Olivia Rodrigo for Sour. Uh, mm -hmm. Best rap album went to Tyler, the Creator. Well uh, deserved. You lost. Well um, deserved. What I like about this is Gangsta Grills. <laughs> Motherfucking DJ Drama got a Grammy for Yay. this. He, you know, Gangsta Grills mixtape, mixtapes came out years ago. So yeah. for him to be recognized for that, that was super dope. Uh, we just got through talking about Baby Kim. Him and Kendrick Lamar won for Family Ties, uh, Best yeah. Rap Performance. And then Best Rap Song uh, went to Kanye and Jay-Z for Jail. And Kanye actually ties Jay-Z now as the most Grammy wins for a rapper. Um, and oh, go ahead. Who, who else we got? Oh, bro. I just want to point out that, that Ye is going to be a whole asshole now to Jay-Z yeah. because of this shit. Right. But Jay-Z can also say, but bitch, my wife has the most Grammys ever. So what the fuck does your wife have? Or your ex-wife, I, mean, I can say. Well, Kanye on that ass, though. So, I mean, you know. This is true. This is true. He, I mean, you know, Beyonce right there. She she has, uh, what, 28, 27? She has 28. He, he, he right there, so. Uh, well, moving on. Um, yeah. Jasmine Sullivan. Uh, one hey. best R&B album, finally. Yes. After 13 fucking years, man. And listen, we all know that Jasmine really deserved that Grammy for her last album, but I digress. She got that bitch now for Hotels, so well-deserved. Shout out to Jasmine. She's finally getting all her things. Um, best R&B song, Leave the Door Open with Sil Sonic. Well-deserved. Urban Contemporary album went to Table for Two by Lucky Day. And yeah, that's going to wrap up the Grammys, the ones that y'all care about at least. So let me say something about the last two artists that you <clears throat> just mentioned, which were Jasmine Sullivan and Lucky Day. I had the honor of seeing Lucky Day live Thursday, last Thursday, uh, when I started my birthday celebration. So I went to, to see Lucky Day. Let me tell you something. When I tell you that motherfucker put on a stellar show, blew my mind, was not expecting it all, um, from you know what I've seen following Lucky Day, he's always been um, to me like he's been like a little bit shy, reserved. Oh, listen, all this out the window. Ooh. On stage, he turned into a monster. I mean, flawless, flawless, flawless show. Absolutely. Last night, I had the honor 
of seeing the Jasmine Sullivan ending my birthday tour. Um, I mean, you know, listen, first of all, it was a very emotional show for her because, of course, she won the Grammy Sunday. Well, the Grammys, because she won two. She won the Grammy Sunday. Um, And, of course, you know, she brought it up last night at the show, and the arena went bananas. So, of course, that made her cry. So she had a little speech, and she was crying. And then she told us that one of her cousins had passed earlier that morning. So she was emotional as fuck. Prayers to her family, dude. Prayers to her family. She sang her motherfucking ass off, dog. Like, and this is uh, this is my second time seeing Jasmine. I, flawless, dude. Flawless performance. So <clears throat> I'm super proud of both of them. You know, um, Lucky Day just really came out. And he already got his Grammy. And then Jasmine, like you said, 13 years later, she finally got what she deserved after 15 nominations. So huge, huge, huge shout out to um to both of them, man. So Absolutely. Um, yeah, that that's a, a, enough about the Grammys. Let's go ahead and get into some more news. Yeah, so sure. Invasion of Privacy by Cardi B actually becomes the first album in history to have every track be platinum or higher. Every fucking track, every track. on the album. <clears throat> every track. That's insane to me, bro. It, it like it is. really, it, it really makes me want to go back and listen to the album from because listen, it's vinyl worthy. We all when it came out, it was a smash, absolute smash. When it started off with the whole the Meek Mill bike, uh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? The dreams and nightmares. I knew it was gonna slap, but I can't think of one bad song off that album. I mean, even the songs that people don't explicitly like, I, I, I like them. Like I, I can't think of one. The only song I don't like is the one with Kaylani. Is it the Rain song? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, and basically the privacy was cool. I feel like it's an album that you can let play straight through. Even if you don't like all the songs, you can still let it play. Yeah. Absolutely. And it can be kind of like background noise, but um, I- I'm really not shocked it happened. I mean, you know, we're in the streaming era. There- there's going to be a lot of artists that's coming up where this is going to happen again, but for her album to do this in such a short period of time, is it just amazing. came out. It just yeah. came out four years ago, so it really right. hasn't been that long. And I mean, people couldn't get enough of Cardi when it first dropped. I mean, like like you right. said, man. I know it's a women's stream uh, album, but for every song on your album to be platinum, I mean, that's mm-hmm. I've never heard of anything like that. Man, that's amazing. That right. means that every song on that bitch is certified. Like no yeah. questions asked. Like you can literally sing any song off of this and, and literally people would know it. So that's a big thing because most artists can't say that, you know? And I think, so, you know, of course, um, <clears throat> her debut song, That Went Diamond. Oh, well, wait a minute. Was it I Like That Went Diamond? Or did both of them go diamond? Bodak Yellow um, went diamond. And I think I Like That too. It did, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she had two diamond singles off of one album and then the rest of the songs are platinum or higher. That's crazy. Mm. That is crazy, but I believe there's probably going to be a lot more of that coming. Some artists um, basically need to go through a, the process of updating um, their catalog because they. I read somewhere where they were saying, you know, Mariah is like the highest certified uh, artist, the female artist, but they're saying that if Madonna updates her work, she'll surpass Mariah. Oh wow! So well, I feel like if a lot of if a lot Madonna. of artists um, if a lot of artists do that, then they'll probably you know, see where they are, though. But anyway, you know, shout out to Cardi B. That's a huge, huge, huge feat to have. Absolutely. All <clears> right. <throat> shout out to her. So next up, we got Doja Cat. And she is the first female rapper slash artist, whatever you want to call her, to have three <laughs> top ten hits from one album. Now, if you guys don't know, this is from her Planet Her album that dropped last year. And those tracks would be uh, Kiss Me More, which obviously was a huge smash hit, Need to Know, and then recently Woman, which has become into the top uh, 100 uh, and obviously scored her the top uh, three top 10 hits. So major shout out to Doja Cat. This is huge. Yeah, huge. That, is, that is really, really big. Absolutely. So uh, ladies and gentlemen, we uh, discussed this last episode. No money, you know, they were doing all this big promotion and everything for this new song she was coming out with. And um, the song basically flopped. The motherfucker didn't even enter the top team of uh, the top 100 of Billboard. Yikes. Um, 
I, I'm I'm not sure what happened. Well, the song is not good. Let's start there. Um, <laughs> That's really the, what we should start. Yeah, it, it's it's really it's it's just not good. Um, especially coming like from Wild Side, I think she should have maybe did something more up tempo. Um, but for her to, I mean, like all this promo and everything, and you don't even crack Billboard Hot 100, and you're like one of the newest, brightest stars out right now, that's kind of sad. Listen, uh, I'm just bored with Normani at this point. I'm sorry. I don't know if it's her. I don't know if it's y'all. I don't know what it is. I'm just so tired of getting excited and then being disappointed. And listen, Normani is a fucking stunning fucking black queen. I mean, just absolutely gorgeous, whatever she did. Let her be a model. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let her, let her, let her be a, a savage Fenty ambassador. That's always precious. We like that, you know. Yeah. Um, but I'm bored. And y'all, they wait so long to put something else out. Do y'all realize it's been a whole year since that? Since that wild? Has it been a year since that wild side song came out? It's yeah, coming up. It's coming up on it. It's coming up I'm on so, it. I'm so, I'm so lost as to why it's taking that long for you to drop a whole nother single, like. Mm-hmm. Bro, it's not like you dropping the album. This is just for you to drop another single. We're losing, you're losing relevance because what you're dropping isn't sticking. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Wild Side's still going harder than um, harder than this song. Um, I listened mm-hmm. to it for a little bit, and I, honestly, I'm not disappointed that she came out with a ballad. I wanted that. I wanted that for her. I wanted. I want that for Chloe Bailey. Um, if you guys don't know, Chloe Bailey has already been teasing us with a new track that she's coming out with this Friday. Matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Um, called Treat Me. Um, and it, I mean, it looked like it's going to hit. But I do want to hear those ballads from them because they have those soft, sultry voices that can do well on a love song. And I do, I feel like we haven't heard enough of their vocals. You know, I definitely know we could hear more of Chloe's instead of all that damn screaming she'd be doing on that, on uh, Have Mercy. I want to hear that. I want to hear their voices. But I was just totally bored with Normani, and I'm and I'm still bored. And it's just yeah. at this point, I'm just like I can take it or leave it. Shit, I'd rather see Ryan Destiny more now. Shit. <laughs> um, and that's just the truth. So, man, I hope that Normani gets her team together better. I, I, and a lot of it, I don't even think is her. I think a lot of decisions are being made for her. Um, because people it's, feel it's like, like it's being forced. Yes, and it's it's, it's, it's not, not natural at all. It's and it's and it's translating across to the odds because it's not sticking with us it's not resonating with us we're all rooting for you we have all been waiting for normani ever since the queen Nicki minaj said normani is that bitch and we have not seen normani become that bitch it's become it's sleepy i'm getting sleepy i'm bored we're bored now and uh i'm tired of giving her the benefit of the doubt it's not cutting it right now shit we seeing more for camellia cabello you know what i'm saying Shit, yeah. at least she getting some shit. Maybe, maybe, maybe put Normani in some acting classes or some shit. Or maybe she needs a podcast. She needs a voice. She needs a personality. Like, I, I can't even tell you who Normani is. I, I, I can't see any identification of Normani. She's getting lost right. in the sauce. You right. know, I think, uh, you know, Nicki Minaj recently did that podcast interview with Joe Budden. And she was saying, if you continue to, to follow trends, then you'll become faceless. And that was the absolute truth. I feel like Normani is a trend and she's becoming faceless because I'm there's nothing that's really there's nothing that's really standing out about her right now. And it's just taking too long to put her image. It's just taking too long. And I'm getting upset. I don't like it. So moving on. <laughs> Not you getting upset. <laughs> because I mean they just really hyped her up so much. All that I didn't fall for it. I mean, I just, you know. I mean, I wanted it for her. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, we get to see this this beautiful girl coming out of this girl group. And Camilla, Camille was doing so well and still doing well. You know what I'm saying? And she is a, a representative for the Latino community and really, you know, doing her voice. She was in that Cinderella movie. But Camille is, Camille is really doing it. The other three girls, I don't know what, where the fuck they at. But Normani was supposed to be for us. You know what I'm saying? And for the culture. And it's like, they just... They fumbling it with her, you know what I'm saying? Because she got the talent. We know that she has the talent. We know that she can sing. We know that she has the talent. Or we know that she can sing enough to be a performer. Let's say that. She can dance. She can move. And she has the image. But the it's just it's falling on deaf ears. I'm bored. So pick it up. That's all I can say. Pick it up. I'll, I'll be happy to see it when it does come out well. 
Moving on. <laughs> uh, we're going to go right on over to the crazy world of Ye, and I am talking about Kanye West, ladies and gentlemen. Excuse me. Recently, as you all guys have known, um, there's a little been a little bit less of Kanye terrorizing um, his uh, soon-to-be ex-wife, Kim Kardashian, and her boyfriend, Pete Davidson. So uh, shout out to him for backing off a little bit of that. He has also recently backed out of headlining Coachella. Um, so I know you guys were remembering in the past he was, uh, you know, basically uh, demanding that Billie Eilish apologize to Travis Scott for her comments on stage, uh, you know, regarding the Travis uh, Scott you know, concert that happened last year. And, and, you know, some people were actually, you know, tragically killed. Um, rest in peace to those uh, souls as well, obviously. Um, but recently he has announced that he will be backing out of Coachella and uh, I guess focusing on his mental health. Um, and we're all for that, Kanye. Um, Absolutely. I, I don't know whether it's um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> true or not. Don't I don't know if it's real or not because we know that he will get on a rant at any fucking moment. But recently, you know, they've uh, been showing him, uh, him and Con- uh, Kim co-parenting well. And hopefully that's really what it's about, people. At the end of the day, these are people. These are children. These are, are actual human beings. And, you know, I know it makes good for good clickbait and good, you know, entertainment, but it affects the children. And um, at the end of the day, I mean, you got to think those kids are growing up pretty parallel to how most of us grow up anyway. And then to go and, of course, they have access to the Internet. I mean, I don't give a fuck what age you are. I mean, clearly North can see it if she's doing TikTok videos. Um, that she can see her dad bashing her mom and, you know, threatening her mom's boyfriend. I mean, it's... It's really trash, man. And at the end of the day, you got to think of the kids and you got to think of how to be better examples for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. I'm not going to say anything about Kanye this week because I've bashed him like five episodes in a row. So well uh, I'm all for the mental health thing, but I have nothing else to say. Moving so, on. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> big motherfucking Lotto. Lotto. Lotto has scored her first top five hit and big energy. Is number fucking three this week, dude. Wow. Dude, now, mind crazy. you, last Monday, she dropped the Big Energy remix with Mariah Carey. The Mariah Carey. The motherfucking Mariah Carey. Who the, the actual the song is sampled from. Who the song yes. is sampled from. So let's stay facts. But for you to have a fucking track with Mariah Carey, who is a fucking icon, yeah. people won't be realizing, man. I don't know if this new generation realizes, but these are huge huge icons in the music industry that will never right. be touched. Nobody can ever touch Mariah Carey. Now, Ariana Grande, that's our little mini version, okay? But she will never <laughs> be Mariah, period. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, uh, major shout out to Lotto. That's a huge Yeah, her, her being number three is insane. Uh, but Lotto, let's go ahead and, and, and be honest. She's about to have her first number one. Absolutely. Oh, that album has been hitting the streets. We're going to get into it a little later, but Y'all have really been going up for seven, uh, seven, seven, seven for Lotto, and um, I like it. We'll get into a little bit of discussion later on, but yeah, she gonna get that, and it's well yeah. deserved. Well deserved. I'm so glad because it's really knocking out that talk of Lil Durk's album, and and, and you know without didn't not needing to be mentioned. Um, <laughs> good God, I'd be so lost with y'all new generation, bro. What the fuck do y'all be listening to? <laughs> the fuck? Okay. We will get on that later. I can't either. It sickens me. Sickens <laughs> we me. will. We will. <laughs> so, so you ready to take a little break it break 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 give us a breath man let me get a little coffee in my sister. let me get a little percolate man for a real, little coffee real. yeah let me go because mm-hmm. my voice sounds terrible so let me sound real raspy real raspy 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 <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen we're going to take a break and we'll be right back with you with a new music and the rest of our show for for the record podcast hey mm. What's happening in? Yo, it's your boy AD, one of your co-hosts for For The Record. Yo, check me and my boy Loso out as we discuss music in the windows, pop culture, great music, and who your mama and them used to bump back in the day. Yo, so check out For The Record podcast. New episodes dropping every Wednesday. All right? Peace. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much again for tuning in to For The Record podcast. I'm AD. And I'm your boy Losofer Turnupington. Yeah, all of that. And, I mean, shit, y'all should know if y'all listen to the first half. Y'all know what the fuck we is. 
(laughs) (laughs) Moving on, we do want to get into uh, some new music that dropped. Um, So starting off, I know we mentioned it earlier, but it's going to be the 777 album from Big Lotto. Um, Now, Lotto is making headlines with this album. Um, It was long overdue. Um, if you guys do recall, she was doing, I guess, you know, some tour stops for it or, you know, some press for it. And she did mention that one of the male artists that she had on the album gave her a hard time because she wouldn't respond to his DMs. Um, now, you guys have been speculating that it is uh, my favorite, Kodak Black. Um, and to be honest, he has not been a good job of actually clearing his name in regards to that. Um, just, you know, being, saying stupid shit that he has. Him as well as uh, his producer and also one of his ex uh Boo said something about, well, Lotto shouldn't be walking around with her titties out or something like that. Like, some stupid shit. Um, so, um, just stupid as fuck. Like, what the fuck does that have to do with any of that? The, what the fuck does that have to do with the price of uh, tea in China, bitch? Shut up. Just mm-hmm. shut the fuck up and, 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 and just go wrap your lips around some fucking dick in the hood. I don't oh, know. Lord, just shut up, bitch. Just shut up. That was so fucking stupid. Okay, anyway. all right. Anyway, I digress. Um, the tracks on that Lotto has on here are huge. Um, of course, she released a single, Wheelie, with 21 Savage, which is a really dope track. Um, people are really gravitate, uh, gravitating towards the sun, uh, Sunshine song, excuse me, my language, um, featuring Lil Wayne and Childish Gambino. Now, the fact that she has a track with Wayne and fucking Childish Gambino is amazing. Shout yeah, out on to her debut album. That's, that's big. It's huge. Um, she also has features from Lil Durk. Um, by the song Like a Thug, um, which is kind of cool. Stepper with Nardo Wick, um, Bust Down with Kodak Black, which I absolutely love. Um, and then also she has the uh, oh, that's it. Well, you know, she has the big energy remix, but this is not necessarily on the album, she just did that for shits and giggles, I guess. So, um, shout out to her, man. Um, you guys were giving it a 10 out of 10, I would give it a 7 out of 10. Um, I thought it was pretty good, um, especially for a debut album. Um, and I do like most of the tracks. Um, so what did you get a chance to check it out, Lotto? I mean, why call you Lotto? <laughs> I am not Lotto. I am Lotto. <laughs> but uh, no, I actually have not heard the album yet. I do plan on listening probably sometime today since I'm not probably not going to do anything. So I may play it today. See what it's, right. see what it's giving. Good things, good things. All right. Oh, right. we, got, boy. we got, we got uh, Alex Isley, who is one of my favorites. She uh, uh, collaborates with her producer, Jack Dye. They released an album called Marigold. Um, to me, Alex Isley does no wrong. We were discussing her a couple weeks ago um, when we had Carrie on the show. Um, she, she is just, uh, again, one of those artists, just a breath of fr- fresh air, really um, just sweet. And, and she just really does something with Jack Dine, um, and, and, and I love when <clears throat> we have these artists that have a producer that they could just work together with, and it just seems like it's just uh, just so breezy. Um, the standout song on this, this album to me is Square Zero. I want everybody to go listen to that song. I love it. It has been on absolute repeat. It's a nice album. It's nine tracks straight through. I feel like, you know, y'all know me. Uh, you know, you give me nine to 12 tracks for an album, that's all you need, baby. That's all you need, I'm super good, especially if if, if all the songs are good. So, huge shout out to Alex Asley um, and Jack on the release of that album. Absolutely. Which major shout out to her. Um, Next up, we have Attention, um, the live album from the white queen, Miley Cyrus. Um, It's just live versions of the songs. I'll be honest. She didn't do... To me, it won a, a lot of popular songs. A lot of the songs she did, the only one popular um, that she did, um, Seven Things, um, she did a live version of Jolene, which is, of course, the uh, the rendition of the uh, Dolly Parton song, which is obviously a, a mega hit. Um, Edge of Midnight, which I thought was amazing. Um, and she did the remix on her um, the album with uh, Stevie Nicks, which is huge, obviously. Wrecking Ball, Party in the USA. I mean, um, you know, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. <laughs> and then finally, I want to point out uh, Gifted by Coffee. Now, this was a reggae album, but it very much just flows very smoothly. Um, if you guys want some uh, current up-to-tempo and just kind of diverse, uh, you know, uh, reggae music, I definitely think you guys should check it out. It's a, it's a really good album. Okay. And, uh, and I do an honorable mention. I do want to give an honorable mention for the uh, for the Dreamville album with J. Cole. Oh, yeah. 
Um, D Day against the Grills, because we were talking about against the Grills earlier, finally getting the recognition, and they are blowing it up huge. So um, I know that they had the Dreamville Fest, I think this past weekend in um, North Carolina. So I, mm. I think they're doing really big with the man. Major shout out to them. I can't wait to check the album out. I really wanted to be able to sit down and vibe with it because I know this is going to be a banger. So I want to take the time out to give it the respect that it deserves. Yeah, that, and that's what I'm going to have to do. I didn't have time this weekend, uh, but I most definitely need to sit out and check out the album. I heard that I think R.I. Linux has two new tracks on there, so I'm really excited to hear those. Excellent, man. All right, well, we'll head over on to the singles, man. We'll let you introduce The singles, the singles, the singles. Go ahead, ahead Biggie right. Oso. <laughs> so we have a Big Energy Remix by Lotto, who we've been talking about, with the Mariah Carey. Um the song was okay to me. You know, Mariah Carey did a thing. It's still a, a fun track. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it was just kind of, you know, okay to me. The, it, needed to um, it needed to be done. Yeah, I, I most definitely think it needed to be done. And I do want to point out that I feel like I predicted this shit because on the last episode before anything was announced or anything, me and Terrence was talking and I said, you know what? If her people were smart, they would get Mariah Carey on this, on this track. I said, Mariah needs to be on this song, but I was kind of like, I don't know if it'll happen because, you know, she's so new. But listen, like a week or two later, they start teasing shit. I was like, wait a minute, this shit is really about to happen. And the shit came out, man. So, I mean, that is, again, for her to be a new artist, this is her first major album. Um, To have Mariah Carey, first of all, even being able to sample that song, Fantasy is huge. Absolutely. The song yes. itself. So being able to sample that song, being a new artist is big in itself, um, and then actually getting the original artist on the song, big shit. So Absolutely. huge shout out to her. Huge, and huge it, shout out to her. And it also had DJ Khaled on, which I could have deal without. Um, yeah, I, 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 and that I didn't understand. I really <laughs> don't understand it all. Um, but I don't understand. Don't even get me started. DJ Khaled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, I'm not even gonna do that. So I'm gonna move right along. Uh, we have Frozen Remix um, by Madonna, Sidekick, and Fireboy DML. Now, again, um, we had a few weeks ago, me and AD were speaking about albums, anniversaries, and um, <clears throat> we actually, I actually brought up Frozen because the album that Frozen is on, the original Frozen, um, had turned like I think 25 or 26. And now the song basically came back out. And it's a remix. Um, and it's cool. I don't understand what's going on or why it came back out or whatever. Um, but, you know, it's Madonna. Madonna do whatever the fuck she want to do. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, there you have it. All facts. Well, yeah. Shout out to the white queen Madonna. She can do no wrong most occasions. I'm moving on. <laughs> so <laughs> next up is going to be No Love, the extended version. Um, and that is with Summer Walker featuring SZA and Cardi B was added to this. Um, I liked it. They added Cardi's uh, verse to the very beginning. Um, Cardi did some vocal melodies. Um, and it was cool. It's, I think it's a good addition to the track. The track is already a banger. Um, so, it, of course, it didn't need her. But um, I think it was a good addition, man. The video and the visuals look stunning. Summer Walker looks gorgeous. SZA always looks like a fucking just mythical creature. And Cardi looks stunning. So I think it was beautiful to see all three of these women together in a version. I like that. Next yeah. up, we have We Go Up by Nicki Minaj and Fivio Horn. Um, not the Queen's best work in my eyes. Um, <laughs> and Nicki normally slaps on features. We all know this. Um, but I feel like she does it with artists who challenge her, like Eminem. Like, Nicki's best feat. I love it when she's with artists like that, like... Because they really push her, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like ASAP Ferg on Plain Jane Remix. And she even said that. I mean, she 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 spoke a lot of truth in her uh, interview recently on the podcast with Joe Budden. You know, artists like that challenge her. And I, and I think she's always trying to one-up them and, and make sure she stays competitive and relative with them. But I think on something like this, it was just like, I'm going to do it for the hood. I'm going to do it for New York or whatever. And, and I was bored. Moving on. Next up, we got Top Notch by, uh, with Fivio Foreign and City Girls. Totally ratch. I was like, what in the entire <laughs> fuck am I listening to? Not totally ratch. Ratch, nigga. I didn't know what to say about that shit. Trash. 
Um, I think a lot of people were going up for Young Miami's verse, which wasn't bad. Um, she's really hitting the spotlight a little more. I think she's taking a lot of charge. I don't know if Diddy's sponsoring her a little bit more now or what it is, but she really coming up a little more. JT shit was just ass. I was like, girl, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, the video was ratch, took place in front of a bodega. I don't know what the fuck it was in front of. It was just, just trash. Not moving on. Bodega. I don't know what the fuck it was, but I vote no. Um, okay. Moving the fuck on. Um, as it was with Harry Styles, I'm a huge Harry Styles fan. Um, the song is very just 70s retro. Just, just I love it. It takes me to another another decade, and I love that. It's like 70s or 60s and 70s Woodstock kind of vibe. I love it. I love Harry Styles. Um, yeah. so definitely check it out if you guys have not. And then uh, Take My Hand by Five Seconds of Summer. I love it. It's a beautiful, beautiful love song, man. I, I, it's definitely a wedding song for me. I love Five Seconds of Summer. Um, I think they're a great band, and I'm, I'm happy to hear that they're releasing new music. So, yeah, those are all the singles that we have for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that is what's up. Those are some nice little tunes. I have the catch-up um, song, especially. I know you sent me that Five Seconds of Summer song. I didn't get to listen to it because, of course, sent it over the weekend, and then I seen that uh, Harry Styles had a new track out, so I most definitely have to catch up and go ahead and listen to those. Absolutely. Now, look, I um I do want to point this. I, I don't know if this this ain't got to necessarily be our donkey, but I just donkey. I'm sorry, but I just had to speak on this. So in the DMV, as you guys know, I do live in D.C. Um, and we call that DMV area. There was a rapper by the name of Gunu. Um, I don't really know much about him. I saw this meme one time that says out of the 100 percent of rappers that are in the DMV, 98 percent of them need to go back to their day job. And I think it's absolutely true. Um, the DMV has a lot of fucking rappers, but I don't know. They don't be saying sh- a lot of them don't be talking about shit. But I digress. This one obviously must have been a big one. Um, I wanted to bring this up because he was recently uh, killed. He was murdered. That's not the headline, oh, though. That's not the headline. The headline is they had this man's funeral at this club called Bliss in D.C. Now, that ain't even the man. Exactly. If you guys have not seen they embalmed this man's body and had his (laughs) body (laughs) on fucking stage at the club. This man is dead. Stiff as a brick. Stiff as a (laughs) boy. Dead on the stage. Giving a whole fucking performance posthumously on stage. A lot of people were sickened and disgusted. Recently, his mother has been speaking out and saying this is exactly how he wanted to go out. I don't I don't even know what to say to that. And I people just, was really not kicking it with them. Just I'm talking about hair sparklers and shit. Like it's uh, a uh, part. See. I don't give a fuck if this was his last dying wish. You don't <laughs> I didn't know what to say. I just wanted to speak on that because I was just I was truly outdone. It, it it's definitely time for me to for, to leave DC. Um because that was um I don't know what to say about that. The ghetto. It's uh, that was beyond ghetto. That was just I don't know. That was just somebody sent me a, a video of it last night. And I was like, this man looked dead. No, he is dead. Yeah. That's fuck. That's fuck. Um. So I, I just every wish that someone gives for themselves after they pass. Yeah, you got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily be honest. Now, I'm looking, and Bliss actually released a statement at the club and said, our deepest condolences to Gunu's family, friends, and fans. The Bliss was contacted by a local funeral home to rent out our venue for Gunu's homegoing celebration. Bliss was never made aware of what would transpire. We sincerely apologize to all those who may be upset or offended. Please keep Gunu's family and friends in your prayers at, difficult, at this difficult time. Respectfully, Bliss Management. So and I have a question. Say, what? What's, you, what is, what's the question, sir? So they weren't made aware, but what did what did they do when they rolled their goddamn dead corpse in there? Well, they... No, no, no. They're just the venue space. So they literally... If you pay the money, the venue is yours. Now, I, I doubt oh. that no one... Yeah, yeah. It's just a venue space. So anybody can rent it out, do whatever. Now, I don't know if someone that represented the venue space was there to actually just be there and kind of act as a liaison to confirm that everything was going well. I feel like that's just proper, you know, business etiquette, but I digress. I don't know if that happened. It's DC, so they don't give a fuck anyway. But, uh, but yeah, I just was, 
I don't know, man. Some shit you just don't do. Some shit yeah, you, you just you, don't you do. You have to, you, you can't say, like you said, you can't give everyone a last wish. Because let me tell you something. Now, this this is one of mine. I done told my friends, two of my closest friends, I said, listen, when I pass, hey, don't get no motherfucking t-shirts made and no, no clouds and wings. I don't fucking like that bullshit. Don't Please do don't. it. If someone comes in my funeral with a, a, a shirt on that has me on it with some shit like that, they gotta fucking go. I don't give a fuck who it is. Now, you know, something like that, but, you know, I'm not gonna say, I wish the hell I would tell mama, you know, when I die, I want to be in the club and y'all just have the party. And she, you, do, do you think she's gonna fucking do a hell no? I wish somebody would. I'm not doing that bullshit. That is insane. That's crazy. That is literally crazy as fuck. I don't and then people in that party with them. Let me tell you something. I would have, <laughs> if I would have walked in there and seen a fucking body standing up, nah, bro. That nightmare. That's I, what I'm saying. It's it's really on the people that's in there partying with them. Like the shit is okay. Like I'm really yeah. looking at y'all. Like it's cool. I am really looking at y'all. Like what in the entire fuck? Okay, I digress. I just had to bring that up. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has uh, been the end of our show. Um, thank you so much for bearing with us. Uh, we really appreciate you guys and uh, rocking with us, and we can't wait to be back uh, in a couple weeks with more information. I'm sure somebody have done some stupid shit by them. <laughs> Absolutely. We appreciate you guys as always, and thank you so much for rocking with us and listening to us. And when we come back in two weeks, my voice, um, it'll be back. I won't be hoarse. Yeah, I promise. Yeah. I okay. promise. Promise. He says that, and then next thing you know, ah, <laughs> 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 bro, hell no. Oh, God. oh right. shit. Oh yeah, but yeah, it, it's it's time for us to go, man. I gotta fix me some breakfast and relax uh, on the rest of my. Wonderful day and enjoy yeah. uh, the first day of being 39. You know, I'm not fucking 50 again, people. 39, yeah. get it right. Yeah, old as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all have a good one. We'll holler at y'all in a couple. All right, peace. Peace out.